With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy New Year from Mannequin Chill. We are back. First episode since the start of 2024. The fantasy season is over. Shane, it feels like there is so much for us to catch up on, but we are going to dive right into, it's not going to be a mock draft. This is going to be an early exercise right on the precipice of seeing who's all going to declare for the draft right before the senior bowl. We're going to do an exercise called pick or player. This is not going to be us going 1 through 12, each making a pick, debating the pick. We'll save that for trades in five short videos like we did last year, maybe. But this is going to be a 1 through 12 exercise where it's just a debate for each of us, pick or player. Then we're going to go in alternative order where one of us will make the draft pick and then the other person will come up with a trade to try to see if the other person will budge and move that draft pick. So we're trying to get it as close as possible and we'll go through a little bit of the you know debating back and forth, but it should be a quick exercise where our first impressions on the values of these picks. And we're going to use the typical 12 team start 11, 1.75 tight end premium. We'll even use Clay's favorite, Shane, five point per passing touchdown. So it doesn't matter a ton, but it's not like the quarterback scoring is depressed. So that's going to be the exercise. Shane, what is your initial thoughts on this type of thing this early? How much change do you anticipate having between now, early January, and four months from now, early May, when you're actually making picks? I'm probably going to lean even harder into the picks closer to the draft. I'll say for me, I don't know that I get that rookie fever that sets in like creeps, like it's not to what I'm looking for. It's not like it transitions in the rookie fever, right? I don't want to say I have rookie fever, but I have pick fever, right? All the time because it's the, the most fungible asset. So I always lean the pick. But I guess in the spot where I'm going to be forced to make players, you know, I'm going to have to attach players to these names. Maybe it will wane a little bit as we get closer to the draft because that's when you start attaching real names to this. And that's when you can attach older names to this that have, are a known production. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the general consensus, at least from us, is that these picks have had pretty high value for some time, just given the nature of the class. It's a class people are excited of. It's a class that there's a lot of players at the top that people really want. So I think we're already on board with the value of the higher end picks. I think the real fun is going to be when you get into the middle tier picks, because people are constantly asking us questions. Ah, man, I have the 109. What can I trade it for? And I think generally it's very league dependent and sometimes it's timing dependent. There might be a window where that 109 is a pick that somebody in your league wants, but you could put it out on the block right now and 
sudden nobody wants it. Somebody wants it, they would take it, but in terms of what you're looking for, it just doesn't match up yet. So I think it'll be a fun exercise. Do you want to start with the pick or would you like me to start with the 101? Uh, let's see, at the 101, uh, I'm going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. So Shane's going to go Marvin Harrison Jr. at the 101. So I have to put together a trade on the fly that might potentially tempt Shane to give away that pick. So I'm trying to think through my head. Logically, he went Marvin Harrison Jr., which means hopefully Shane has at least one quarterback that he trusts on his roster. I am going to offer you Anthony Richardson and a third. Shane, are you going to accept that trade? Anthony Richardson and a third. That is close. I should accept that, and I will not accept it. You will not accept it. Okay, is that I will not accept? Is that true for pretty much every quarterback that's outside of the top three or four that you're you're not moving that one hundred and one base? I mean, I'm giving you a third. That was just to try to make it feel yeah, like you're getting an extra piece, a little something, you know. And you you know how I feel about like just giving me something for my pride that you know, just a little extra. And I appreciate that. I don't want to tip my hand too much, but yeah, unless it's. Top Five. I don't know th- that I'm, I'm going to be moving Marvin Harrison for him. Top five quarterback. Where's the line draw on that? Anthony Richardson's currently quarterback eight on keep trade cut. He is just behind Aunt Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, and CJ Stroud. Tell you what, and this this could just be my blind spot. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, those two are the line of demarcation. Those are probably where it ends. Like, I don't know that I would take Justin Herbert for Marvin Harrison Jr. Now, obviously, there's context here that we're not aware of or we're not privy to on this as to what your quarterback room looks like in this trade. But let's say I'm going to willing to go to the top of that tier. I'm going to give you CJ Stroud. Okay. That's probably the higher end of that tier, right? Quarterback yes. three, four, five, wherever yeah. you might have him. But you agree you would accept CJ Stroud for the 101, correct? Well, I don't know because I have traded CJ Stroud for the 101 and an additional pick. All right. So just one-on-one straight up no other sweeteners let me just think this through yeah i would take uh cj stroud for the one-on-one now does that change if you already have joe burrow and anthony richardson on your roster one thousand percent it does context matters i'm going to be holding on to uh marvin harrison there no reason to get cute quarterbacks are fun the value is great but i'm going to go ahead and take marvin harrison spike scoring can come from wide receiver positions as well so that is something that has probably changed a little bit maybe not as much for you as me, but I think generally for the market as well, as we know you can kind of win with different quarterback rooms now, maybe compared to what we thought last year. Thus, if you're already in a position where you feel good about your QB room, maybe it isn't Burrow and Richardson. Like a lot of teams would would love to have that QB room, but maybe it's just one of those guys and then a guy that's maybe a tier below. You're still probably saying, you know what, it's hard for me to pass up the skill player just know knowing what we know about the quarterback position after 2023. So interesting exercise. Should get more fun as we go on. Who are you selecting or I'm selecting selecting the player at the 102, you're going to have to propose me the trade. So at the 102, I got to do it, even though I think it's going to be a little more ambiguous when we get closer to the landing spots and you know actually seeing people's opinions on these guys. But I'm going to go Caleb Williams at 102. I don't know how I feel about it, but I definitely feel that if I had to draft today, I would do what you did and take Marvin Harrison at 101, simply because I think I could turn around and flip him for those QBs. And then when I compare Caleb Williams to Jalen Hurts, CJ Stroud, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, I 
absolutely would consider Caleb Williams. You know, I may take the proven commodity there. So I'll go Caleb Williams at 102. Shane, do you have a trade counter for me? I don't want to overwhelm you. So I'm going to make it something that could be feasible. I am willing to offer you Kyler Murray and Devonta Smith. Kyler Murray and Devonta Smith. Okay. Let's look at this through the prism of here's, I'm going to give it some more context let's just say it's a start nine it's a start nine super flex so hammer's actually worth a little bit more obviously you needed a quarterback because you drafted caleb williams at 102 but you could probably use a wide receiver two to three i would think yeah that is in a start nine that is a very very enticing offer in a start 11 i think i would accept it fairly easily in a start nine i probably have to know my wide receiver market what could i do with Devonte smith could i turn him into a first and then package that somewhere else for something even better. You know, if I knew there was activity and I knew that there were as a potential for me to go and then move Devontae Smith, I'm fine with Kyler Murray over the short window, two to three years or whatever, relative to Caleb Williams. And that, that part doesn't concern me. So it's really, does that second piece actually move the needle in terms of what I can do with it? If I know you've been trying to move Devontae Smith for three months and now you're giving him to me and it feels like I'm getting the prize, but really I'm taking what Shane has been trying to trade and the league just is like, no, then maybe I would consider keeping Caleb just for a chance to get a different deal. Time's on my side with the pick, not yours. You have the two players. Those are the two players. Nothing's probably going to change much with those two players, I wouldn't think, other than, you know, Arizona's going to probably draft a receiver or whatever. But feels like if I think there's another deal that could come down the pike, I would hold it the pick, but otherwise I'm probably taking the package. I think it was a strong package. So thank you, Shane, for uh, coming in with a good offer and not lowballing me. Got to come hard, right? You do. You do. All right. You were up at the 103. We have Marv and Caleb off the board. 103. Well, I'm just already going to put the, the draft on its ass because you already know this is happening. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. And I know based on just listening to you that you're going to be higher on Jaden Daniels than even the average Joe. So obviously you took him at 103. You passed up at a 1.75. You passed up Bowers. You passed up a chance at another receiver. You passed up at least another quarterback. Man, I'm going to make it really tricky on you here. Because I think if I come with a cross-positional offer, you're either going to be like, I'm all in or I'm completely out. So I'm going to come to you and I'm going to offer you Trevor Lawrence who is QB9, apparently, on Keep Trade Cut, even though I don't think he's ever come close to doing anything QB9-ish in his career. But anyway, he is QB9, Shane. And it's a 1.75 tight end premium. I am also going to throw you Trey McBride. Oh, that's interesting. 1.75, Trey McBride. Really... I know you don't love T-Law, so yeah, that, a that... lot of people would take that because they would see T-Law and Jaden Daniels as almost the same. But I know you do not like Trevor Lawrence and you are not buying into his QB nine. So no, you have to but, now give up the upside at QB here. But if the story is, if the general consensus, if the average Joes disagree with the average Shanes and think that Trevor Lawrence is a QB nine, I think I will make the deal. And then can I trade Trevor Lawrence for another quarterback in a piece that I like, but that that's getting deeper into it. So yeah, I'm going to take it. So you're taking Trevor Lawrence and then you're either looking to tear up or tear down, but you're wanting to get out of yeah. Trevor Lawrence at the QB nine value. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I'm going to have to make other moves after I, I get this deal done. All right. So one Oh four, I am up. I am Man, there is like three different potential picks here. Ugh. Okay, I am going to draft Malik Neighbors at 104. 
And I'm assuming just because between Jaden Daniels or Drake May, one of them is going to go to a place that people don't love or don't love the weapons or something like that. And I think the way the draft order shook out, I think there is a shot that Malik Neighbors goes in like the top six of the draft. Malik Neighbors goes to the Chargers at five. And I'll just tell you this, he's going to be steamed up in Dynasty to a point we've never seen a rookie receiver at, except for Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin in the same Jr. class. Yeah. But wouldn't be shocked if he's already in there with, you know, the debate is Malik Neighbors or Garrett Wilson, Malik Neighbors, or Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, I think that's as high he could get to that range if he ends up going, you know, in the top eight or top six or top five. And if he goes in the top five and it's the Chargers, I don't think there's anything stopping the Malik Neighbors train. So I'm going to assume that, which means you know I'm already probably on higher than him on the market. Yeah. But you tend to say, yeah, Scott, man, he might be right. Then he's going with Justin Herbert and he's a top five receiver. You start looking at the receivers that get drafted that high, Shane, a lot of them are really good. Yeah. So what are you going to do here? How are you going to get Malik neighbors from me? Are you even going to try? Well, at this point, I, I don't know if I'm going to, but just for the fun exercise, I'm going to throw this guy's name out there before before the, the masses get upset that we don't mention him. I will offer you Puka Nakua and Devin Singletary. Okay, so you went same position, which I like because clearly I passed up on a quarterback here to take Malik Neighbors. Mm-hmm. So you coming to me and saying, I'll give you Kyler Murray or something like that. You know what I mean? That probably doesn't move the needle if I'm trying to look at my specific team needs. But you're offering me wide receiver seven, Puka Nakua, which I know from last week's stream, Shane said he would take Puka Nakua over this pick straight up. And now he's offering me Puka Nakua and Devin Singletary. So I don't Just, know what time warp Shane has gone into. You sold me on him. We went through the the draft season. He ended up with the Chargers as a top, what did you say? Top five pick? Let's go. Top five pick to the Chargers. So it's the, it's the top five thing and it's the landing spot because, you know, the Chargers need a receiver. So, ugh. You know what? It is hard for me to pass up Puka Nakua when he's sitting in my hands. He's in my inbox. And is Devin Singletary anything other than a body that probably is going to get another opportunity next year? No, but it's probably the way I build teams, probably something that I could use. So look at it as I'm getting a free third thrown in, a third plus, something like that. I think I'm willing to do the deal because I I feel like I'm not losing a ton at receiver. Even if Malik Neighbors ends up being really good, like you would hope that he's Puka Nakua. So I think that's a deal that... uh, is very fair. And and you know what? I have to give you kudos for offering that because it was for the 104. You have to remember there's probably somebody out there that may not take Malik Neighbors at 104. So if you really want to get into this pick and you want a quarterback, you may have to offer something like that. So I'm going to accept your trade, walk away, nice doing business with you, Shane. 